Nicole. And welcome back to our fifth episode. What have you been doing, Ijo, for the past week? Studying. Remember the times that we have to studying every day, preparing for exams, semester exams, or you know, even the exams that gets us into universities. What do you call it? Gaokao. Yeah, Gaokao. It's like even though we didn't do Gaokao, but we definitely feel that pain. Pain. It's a pain, don't you think? Well, I think it's a special memory for every Chinese student. Yeah, but still, they work so hard for that. Ah,、uh, because they have already studied so hard for the examination, so I think they have no regret when they got into the uni they want to go. They won't regret on how hard they worked on. So yeah. And so this week we actually bring you a TV drama that talks about Gaokao and talks about family relationships. Do you know this drama? This drama is called A Little Reunion. A Little Reunion. It doesn't sound like something related to school, but more like a family soap drama. It is. It is very family based. It is centered around three families with their children in the final year of high school in Beijing. It has a very heavy focus on Gaokao, or for those you you don't know, it's the national university exam. It's just like the SAT in China, Chinese version of SAT. Uh huh. And that made of busy preparations that we probably all heard of. Um, many social or family issues that would happen to many Chinese family also mentioned in this drama and affect their preparations as well. So it's very interesting and close to the real Chinese people lifestyles. Yeah, because Gaokao is really a big thing for a family in China. Like if you are in the last year of your high school, you have the priority. To do your things, it's like when you need to study, you can ask everyone to be quiet just for you, or everyone lives around you, like every household lives around you. And then on the day of your god call, if you're late or something, you can go on a, you can go on a. Yeah, they got like free taxis. Free taxis, or like you can ask the police to take you to the exam center. And then they were just like they were just like clear out the road and just are just taking you there. Yeah, it's a yeah, pretty special moment I would say. I mean, not special, but it's like a、um, important. It's a pretty important period, not just for those those students who are experiencing this, but also for the families who are going through this. True. Yeah, one of my friends, she had Gaokao last year, but her mom was like crazy about everything, and they got a special recipe for her, like just for the Gaokao nutrition intake. Yeah, I did hear people doing that. It's like I don't know what it what it helps, but it's like on the day of your Gaokao, you should have two boiled eggs in the morning, and then you should have. And nuts、oh. the night before. What's that for? Because nuts apparently helps with your brain growth, and then having eight hours sleeps, of course. Ah,、uh, 
you were mentioned the egg. I thought it's not only about nutrition. It's like one chorus and two eggs. It means a hundred, like the full mark. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's also why. Yeah. Yeah. I like personally. I'm not very superstitious, and then my family also not. So I sometimes I really don't know about these superstitions. I don't think lots of people believe in that, but they just want to get the luck from it. Yeah, I mean, no, actually, there are a lot of people who believe in that. Like I remember, I know so many people when they、uh, settle their house down, they need to make sure that their house is in a good feng shui. That's one of the superstitions. Like、uh, some some an expert in the superstition will come to you and say, "Oh, your house will if you live here, you have、uh, fortunate things happen in next few years." Or Your son will have a good marriage, all this kind of stuff. And if you do, if you don't, and he will kind of curse you, saying, "Oh, you know, in a few years, bad things will、You're、happen、dying. to your house." Yeah, it's some something like that. Yeah, and I really don't know about these things, but I know there are so many people out there and believing it. Well, maybe it's just another scientific things we haven't figured out about. I don't know. So, do you know what this drama like? So we kind of like touched on it. And do you know what this, how this drama is structured? Like their family structures and who they are, the main characters. Right. So there's four of the young main characters. So they're from three different families. Yeah. So four kids from three families. Yeah. Okay. So. The first one called Fang Yifan. That's the main character. That's like the the starting point. He is a boy comes from a very happy family. Uh huh. Everyone just looking forward to have that kind of family. His parents are both middle class workers. They getting well paid. They got their own house in Beijing. Everyone who has a house in Beijing. Are probably like the richest group in China. So for the citizens in Beijing, they are like the middle class. I get you. I get you. So Fang Yifan's family is in a stable structure because Fang Yifan's dad. He works at a medical company. Like they sell、um, medical stuffs. He's really kind and popular. Not popular, but easygoing. Quite cool. Yeah, all the kids wants to go to him when they get trouble, like that kind of image. Yeah, 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 yeah. Quite cool. Yeah. I quite like him. But also, he's like a little bit afraid of his wife. Not just a little bit. Very much. Very much. Because Fang Yifan's mom is like. The typical Chinese mom that you can think about. Do you call it the tiger mom? No, it's not quite the tiger mom who always speaks in high pitch, and then call you by your full name. You know when an Asian mom calling you by your full name, like it's like they're super angry. Ah,、uh, yeah, they're super angry, just like calling you Donald Trump. <laughs> you come back. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's like when they really really angry. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. All kids are scared about their mom calling their full name. Yeah, full name calling actually in China is a symbol that you're not happy. And mostly, yeah, mostly your mom will just call you by your nickname. Just like my nickname will be uh, Sisi. So my mom always be like, Sisi, come here, Sisi. Normally, the mom just call Fang Yifan Fan Fan. So that's like the nickname of Fang Yifan. Yeah, yeah. All nicknames are in like, they have a double characters. They are doubled. For example, my nickname is Sisi. And then my cousins will be uh, Dong Dong. So that's like West and East, West, West, East, East. Oh, so cute. So there's Fang Yifan's family. But Fang Yifan, he's quite naughty. Yeah, quite naughty, but quite smart in a way. But still, not good at study. Not good at study. And we usually call these people 学家. 学家. So in literature translation, 学 means study, and 家 means drag. So, or scums. Mm-hmm. So study scum, you know. <laughs> well, scums is a bit, yeah, humiliating. Yeah, but it's like the students who are not good at study, like me. No, you're not 学家. You're 学霸. <laughs> Close to. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm kind of close to what it is. Speaking of Xueba, Fang Yifan has a cousin who is definitely Xueba kind of person. So Xueba means the top students. Mm-hmm. Or we have, when we searched this Xueba up in Google and we found different translations, I'm just like going to share some of this to you. The normal one could be like straight A student, straight A. Straight A. Or when you're referring to an Asian, you can call them straight Asian student. Why do they refer to Asian student? Oh my god. I'm an Asian. I'm still Xue Jia. No, no, no. You're not. You're definitely not. <laughs> but among lots of Asian students, I'm like the Xue Jia. Or straight A Ho student? A Ho? Or even, or this guy is a. Straight alien student? Alien, you're not a human. <laughs> Another one I saw is quite funny is Hermione Granger. <laughs> it's quite iconic. Like the typical Shiva. Yeah, and another one is study bug. Studying bug. But this one doesn't make really make sense in English, I think. The Shiva doesn't have to study all the time, but they're just clever. They're good at like Zhishu and Chaoyang. I know. I see so many of these students in my university. Like, they don't come to lectures. Or or they were like, they were on their phones during the entire tutorial. Partying all the time. I know. Do they just aced it? I don't know. I don't know how they do it. That's why they're Xueba. It's not me. No, we're Xueba. And if you're looking for a good translation geek, I think these are kind geek so it's like something something who describing someone who's quite nerdy another one i found it was like a curve wrecker i thought this one is quite close to the definition of xueba i like i like how they call that tell someone you're so asian <laughs> well don't take that i'm asian but still xueja I know, it's typical, but it's like, you're so Asian, hinting that you're so good at studying. I loved it. 
Should I say thank you? Uh, yeah, presumably. <laughs> so, Fang Yifan's cousin, his name is Lin Leiar. Leiar, yeah. He's coming from a rather least developed city. So, Fang Yifan's family is in Beijing, but Lin Leiar is from somewhere outside of Beijing. But however, his hukou is in Beijing. Yeah. Remember last time we were talking about Hu Kou was in the second episode. Oh my god, I already forgot what we talked about in second episode. Yeah, we just mentioned it, but we didn't say like, what is it? Okay, I think, so in this episode, we probably can go this into a bit detail. Hu Kou is the household registration system in China is quite special. Yeah, yeah. And then there are so many discussions around this one. This could affect a national's economy, uh, affect someone's economic status or even socioeconomics, uh, affect a city's population. There are so many things that we could talk about. So maybe we can talk about this in our next episode. So that'll be next mm-hmm. week. So that Lin Lair's hukou in Beijing is a good thing for him. Yeah, he, he definitely gets the advantage. I wish I lived in Beijing too. Well, then Gokou will be so easy for you. Yeah, I think so. But well, you know, I didn't I didn't participate in Gokou, so. So because Lin Lair's hukou is in Beijing, he has to leave his hometown and take his examination the final year high school examination in Beijing. That's gonna be so lonely. It's okay because Lin Leier went to Fang Yifan's family. He got relatives. At least a bit of comfort. But still, it's like going through the most crucial moments without your family. Still a bit lonely. In the drama, I think the background story is that Lin Leier's mom already passed away. Ah. Then we can talk about the third character the third main character so the third main character called Yingzi she's yeah I really like her like she's she's so cool she's awesome so Yingzi and Fang Yifan are childhood friends they both live in Beijing Yingzi is from a single parent family so she lives with her mom Song Qian mm-hmm. so when you think Fang Yifan's mom is quite straight Song Qian is 10 times more stricter than Fang Yifan's mom. It's like, yeah, when we speak about, about Fang Yifan's mom, as we, we describe her as the tiger mom, and then Song Qian can be like a level higher. So that will be like the lion tiger, tiger mom. <laughs> I think Yingzi's mom is kind of like Zhu Chaoyang's mom from the bad kids. Yeah, how like single parenting family got the issues yeah that's a good point because i don't know if we have any like single mom listen to our shows uh i feel like even though i live under a single parenting family i feel like um the single mom but it's mentioned quite many times in the drama as well it's like the single moms only have one thing to take care of that's my child they, so they put so so many things and so much expectations just on their child, and then that will eventually breaks out. And for Yingzi's mom, she was a teacher. Yeah, yeah, she's a teacher. And then, but I think she strives for the best for her for Yingzi. Yeah, for Yingzi's study. Yingzi is like, 
she couldn't quite deal with it. And she has so many yeah, conflicts with her mom about where she want to go, what she want to do, that kind of stuff. So Yingzi has a big pressure on study and other things. If you talk to an Asian mom, not from like a migrant Asian mom, but a real Asian mom who lives in China, and then the mom will tell you, a thousand of others will surpass you if you lose one point. Like, if you lose one point, you probably, there is a chance that you could, you lose your university, like, lose your dream university. You've heard about this, right? Yeah, like... So Yingzi is quite good at study, but not as good as Layer. So for Yingzi, Layer is like, the kids from the other family called 别人家的孩子。嗯,别人家的孩子, mm, I don't know. I don't know if it's a common ca- concept in the Western countries. I know. <laughs> like the place out of China. The Chinese parents really used to have those little comparison between you and the neighbor's children or the, the relative's children. I get compared a lot. When I was young, my mom always says, Look at what she's doing. Look at you. The kids from the next door get full points in a blah, blah, blah competition. She got number one. Look at you. Yeah. And then I th- my mom's still doing this. My mom's like, oh, you know, um, I have a friend. Um, her child is about like 25 and she's married. And look at you. You should be married in three years times. It's crazy. I'm just like... Calm down, mom. I'm still young. Yeah, my mom is like, oh, one of my colleagues, because he went to a blah, blah, blah uni, and now he find a job in blah, blah, blah company, and he get well paid, blah, 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 and look at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, they need to recognize, they need to realize that everyone's different. Everyone's unique. They have their own things to do. So I think this is what Song, Song Qian needs to realize too. But Yingzi's dad, his name is Chou Weidong. He's quite funny. He's so funny. Even though he divorced with Song Qian, he's not like the father of Chou Yang in the backers. He's quite responsible. Yeah, he's so much nicer. So Yingzi's dad is rich. Really, really rich. He bought a house just for Yingzi to, to, to play. Amazing. I wish I had that kind of dad. So Yingzi is a big fan of Lego. And Yingzi's dad just buy different kinds of Lego. Yeah, buy her a toy house, toy apartment, just to put her all, all her Legos and all other toys. He's like the best. Top dead. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And but it's also because Song wouldn't let her to play this around at her house. Yeah. You'll see definitely see more of Yingzi coming to the end of the show. It's like she's gonna take a big part of the show. Because of her, her mom, she got some mental issues, as you can imagine, under that kind of pressure. I recommend you to watch it by yourself to see how Yingzi's personality and her mental mental health develops it's gonna be really really interesting so let's jump into the last character his name is ji yang yang his nickname is yang yang 
His parents is another kind of typical Chinese parent structure in China, which is they leave the kids and busy with their works when the kids were young and come back when they experiencing Gaokao. Yeah, yeah. So many kids will be like, "Well, you didn't raise me when I was young.、Mm-hmm. Why do you come back?" Like now you're caring about me. Yeah, many kids will think about many teens. They will think like that. I think it's a quite normal thing in adolescence. They don't really want to get to know about their parents. Probably, probably. Yeah, especially when Yang Yang is quite rebellious. He loves car racing. Car racing, yeah. He has fancy cars, and he's quite rich. His dad works in a government. I think he's a mayor of Beijing or a district. Hmm, a district. So in a city, there are so many districts. It's like in Beijing, you get, I don't know, Chaoyang District. Mm-hmm. Chaoyang、um, District. Yeah, all, so many of that, and he's probably works at one of the district council. Yeah, and Ji Yang Yang's mom works at the planetarium museum. Planetarium. It's like we study everything about the space. Both his parents work for government. Ah,、uh, okay, that needs a bit of clarification. So his dad directly works at the district council. His mom is works at the planetarium. This is not very government directed, but it's、um, state owned. Yeah. She's 公务员公务员 it means that everyone works in state-owned company or government offices or everything state-owned, everything government-owned. But I mean, they're different. Like in government office in a state-owned company, it's different. But I think for his mom's situation, it's more directly owned by the government because it's a Beijing. Yeah, all these like planetariums. Are probably free, free to go, and all the money are paid by the government budget. So why his, why does his parents leave Ji Yang Yang's alone? Ji Yang Yang's father, he works for the government in order to have a higher title. Get promoted, especially in Beijing. Somehow they have to go to a somewhere outside of Beijing. So it's like if you wanna get promoted in government offices. It's like sometimes you need to be sent to other cities who is where it's quite not very developed. Once you've done well there, then you can come back to where you belong to, where your hometown is. You can get promote in your hometown. Yeah, so that's why Ji Yang Yang was not grown up with his parents. And there's one more kid in this drama. It's called Tao Zi. So Tao Zi is Ying Zi's best friend. She lives with her uncle as well. Mom and dad are international volunteers. Yeah, they were international volunteers volunteering in some kind of like poor countries. And yeah, so、uh, following this drama, you can see so many different aspects about Chinese people' lifestyles. It's just so depressing watching Ying Zi's family. Everything Song Qian does to her. Song Qian is like sting the sea cucumber every morning, and force Ying Zi to swallow it. Whereas Fang Yifan's family is like happy, full of happiness. Yeah, but when Fang Yifan shows his parents about his score, his grades, it's not that happy. 
Fang Yifan's mom get crazy about it and tell Fang Yifan, "Hey, look at Lin Lei'er. Yeah, look at what he's done, and look at you." Typical Chinese mom. I think the most common word I hear from the storm is like when Tong Wenjie shout out. <laughs> Even though if you don't speak Chinese, I'm sure you would know his name after the drama. And full name calling.、Mm, always full name calling. So normally Lin Lei are called Tong Wenjie, Xiao Yi.、Mm, so that means so like auntie,、yeah, little aunties. But when Lin Lei are get drunk, he was like Wenjie. So even that's not a full name. I think he was like he was pretending, or he thought. He is Fang Yifan's dad, so that's his uncle. He thought Wenjie is his wife. So for someone who is in your next generation, they're not supposed to say your name, even not like full name is unrespectful. Yeah, yeah, that's a, it's like me and my sister. So I would say sister to my sister when I'm speaking Chinese, but I I will say her name when I'm speaking English. And then, so she sometimes feels disrespectful when I'm speaking English because I'm calling her name. And then she was like, "You should call me 姐姐 so that's sister in Chinese. I'm like, "No, I'm speaking English. I'm not not calling you 姐姐 <laughs> We always have these kind of like sisterhood fights. It's so cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you think about it, it's kind of cute. But when you're at that, I'm just like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Not calling it's you. It's quite confusing,、yet. though. Yeah, yeah, especially for others. When yeah, especially when my mom comes around, my mom's like, yeah, you should call her 姐姐 But when someone else, like especially a foreigner, a English speaker, comes around, and she's like, there's nothing wrong for her to call you your name. So that's quite short, actually. This episode, my, it's quite short. I don't know. It just feels quite short. It's probably thirty minutes, but we'll have yeah, but we'll have huge amount of content in our next episode. Uh huh. So in next episode, we will bring you the Chinese family relationships, especially during the time of Gaokao, and we'll also talk about Gaokao itself. Hmm. Yeah, like the way Gaokao works. How many people participating in Gaokao every year, and how can you get into the university you want through Gaokao? And that hugely depends on your hukou, which we've we've kind of discussed already. So that's the national household registration system. Speaking of hukou, we'll also tell you xiaochu. Yeah. So in the drama, they all live in. Same xiaochu. And why xiaochu matters in their preparation of gaokao, and how education is getting more capitalized years by year. So that will be our next episode. And if you're interested, please follow our Instagram. That's popsico twenty twenty, or our Facebook popsico, and subscribe to our YouTube channel popsico. <laughs> Like, if you have any questions about Chinese people lifestyle, societies, that kind of stuff, just you know, pop your questions in. We are more than happy to answer these questions for you. And we have a section for sponsorship. If you listen to our channel and want to sponsor us, let us know. Yeah, we'll take everything. We are very happy 
to put your ads here in the beginning of the episode, in the middle of the episode, or in the, you know, in the ending. So we can definitely suit your requests. Yeah. And yeah. And we'll see you in our next episode. Bye. Bye.